Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear. Airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their kill uh, card? Hey, this is Master Sergeant Mad Max Mullen. I want to encourage you all, and matter of fact, I'm going to give you an order to listen to Airsoft Medicine for the latest reviews on safety and equipment, because one of the um, premier things is safety, whether it's on a real field of battle or in the airsoft world. So that's an order, Airsoft Medicine. This is Mad Max, Ranger out. This is Adam from Take Aim. Be sure to check out Airsoft all Dignabit, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Screw you. All right. Take Aim Magazine. Okay. This is Adam from Take Aim Magazine. Be sure to check out the Airsoft Medicine Podcast. As Junior Walker and all his little all-stars would say, shoot them before they run, y'all. Welcome to Airsoft Medicine with Range Master Larry. And he's Dr. Airsoft. Welcome, welcome. We're glad you came to join us. This is the first Airsoft Medicine Podcast that's late. We are a week late, and the reason here at the start of 2013 is we're because... We're pregnant? <laughs> the reason that uh, we're a week late is because we just went to SHOT Show last week, and our normal podcast release time was right in the middle of it, and in the past, we did our show before. In fact, somebody even bugged us about it. Somebody yeah, hit our Facebook yeah, page yeah. and says, hey, hey, where are you guys? Because we, until that time, had been the most consistent... I think we still are the most consistent, actually, podcast out there. Um, I think Real Airsoft Radio is the only one even giving us a run for being the most consistent right now as far as coming out with episodes when you sort of... It helps that you're obsessive compulsive. My compulsive nature is good for something. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm a clean person. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Uh, we are back from SHOT Show. And that's mostly what, uh, what you're hearing and what we're talking about. And uh, we also want to... In addition to talking about that, because this is the SHOT Show podcast, we also want to talk about our <clears throat> 2000, sorry, I'm still, I haven't told you this yet. Uh oh The reason I keep clearing my throat? Yeah. Okay. We got home from SHOT Show on Thursday evening. Yeah. And this is the first time we've seen each other since then, Monday. Monday, yes. Okay. Since I last saw you. We're recording this on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, or yes. the holiday thereof. And we will, we will honor him today. Uh. Because since, I have a dream of returning to SHOT Show. Anyway, go on. Since I last saw you, I have spent three days working in this office. And I've also spent three days being symptomatic with influenza. With, ah. with high fever, body aches, headache, chills. Yeah. And here I am locked in a little, what, yeah. 8 by 10 or 8 by 8 room with but, you? But would you have guessed that? Did that happen between when you last saw me? Do you no. know why? Are you going to blame somebody? The flu vaccine helped to shorten the duration of ah. my influenza. Hey, can if, I get a flu shot? I, we can, yeah. Okay. Are we going to do it tonight? Oh, we, yeah, we, we can, could. seriously. Seriously. Okay, let's do it. Let's just bring out the needle and, but, okay. but not like, right. not like the really big needle that the kid sticks in you in the video. In the big shot? In the big shot. Video. On that Auburn Medical Group video? Shameless okay. plug. Yeah, we can do that. So, okay. so that's what I've been doing between last time and now and and uh and you've had family stuff in between yeah 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 uh there's something else going on something that this podcast is for we have to get this in the box and out because we have uh something to do it in time for my nephew jonathan is moving 
to Pittsburgh right now. Uh, yeah, I saw that on his Facebook. Yeah, so I want to get this all wrapped up and posted so that he can listen to it on this trip. Oh, okay. So it's recorded while he's on it, and he gets to listen to it while he's on it. Well, good know? luck to you, Jonathan. Yeah. So, and he's played soft uh, softball. He's played airsoft with us, yeah, yeah. or what? Not with you, but Mister. He's an engineer, big time engineer right. guy now. That's right. All Maybe right. he'll engineer uh, airsoft with. No. Yeah. Structure. Yeah, that would be more mechanical. I yeah. Anyway, so back to the uh, shot show from an airsoft perspective. Well, I guess we probably had to go at it from a, a real steel perspective for just a little bit because that's what Airsoft is modeled after. And that's what it starts with. Yeah, and and, and and this being our third SHOT Show, we, for the very first time, got to participate in Media Day at the range in which we go out into the middle of the desert and all the exhibitors are set up there and they just, uh, simply let you walk up and burn up their ammunition and yeah. shoot their guns. Yeah, yeah. Which... I justify as an airsoft broadcaster because you got to be familiar with the real steel to talk about the airsoft. It, it helps to uh, to appreciate the air, the uh, airsoft if you you play with the real steel. Yeah, you know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, well, you know what it's a replica of. Well, yeah, things like trigger control and, and, and that are not quite as important in airsoft because there's really no true recoil. Yeah. Uh, but when you grab the, the real steel, by golly, by gosh, there really is. Loud yeah. noises. In fact, I yeah. I had the little orangey earplugs, the little foamies. I almost I almost brought my Peltors with me. I didn't. I, ah, they'll have stuff there. Well, they they did. They had the little orange foamies. So I plugged some of those in. But by the end of that day on the range, my left ear was was uh, out of commission. I, yeah, I was I was it was ringing like. And the thing that got me was the ASW, the Ash, Ashbury. Yeah, that sniper rifle. Man, when that was going off, that's got some percussion. I, I would feel as if my head was thrown. I'd, I'd feel off balance <laughs> from the percussion against my eardrum, even through the earplugs, which the recording doesn't quite bring out the, the, the power. Right, of it, but you, at least you, can you, hear you it. feel kind of a little shock wave. Yeah. Know, oh, if you're near it. Um, so so some of the coolie guns we got to shoot. I I got to shoot the Tavor, the uh, IMI Tavor, yeah. and and some other airsoft guys were talking about how they. You're going to be excited about the uh, airsoft version now that yeah. fired the real thing. Now that's out, but yeah, they get to shoot the shoot the real one. That was kind of cool. Um, I shot a 1911, and I cannot remember who makes the darn thing. I wish I could, but it was wicked expensive. I mean, I think their cheapest one starts at five thousand bucks, and and the model I shot was I don't know, this guy said up to ten thousand dollars. I will never afford one of these, but it's like driving a Ferrari or something. Okay, yeah. Let me let me take a couple laps around the right. track. What the heck, you know? And it was a it was a beautiful gun, but man, ten grand. Now I'm I'm such a real uh, or so little of a real steel guy. I've never shot a full automatic weapon before, uh-huh. and I still haven't. Yeah, and you know what what kind of galls me now that I'm looking back at it? I had some that had full auto selectors, and, and we I never, never did. We never I never flipped them. it to full auto. Yeah. I, I, I just I, I was more I was more into the accuracy thing and and the and yeah the, I didn't even think trigger of it. discipline yeah because even when I'm with airsoft it yeah it's fun to do full auto when you try a new gun for the first time but what? when you're actually playing why didn't I flip the Tavor into full auto oh well um you know the one of the one of the very impressive exhibitors and it's like the first one you come to through the gate is Springfield they are so generous with their the number of weapons that they have laid out and they're so accommodating. I mean, they're handing you brand new ones right out of the box. That's cool. Go, you know, 
we got to shoot the little uh, the XDS, and and we got the T-shirt. Has a little. Oh yeah. What's it say? So small yet so powerful. Yeah. yeah. It's a. It's a almost a micro. It's a subcompact, single stack, forty-five ACP, and it it doesn't. I thought it would beat up my hand, you know, being that small a frame and everything with a forty-five. I was surprised at how light it shoots. Huh. And, and it was pretty. And you got to shoot it too. It was. It was. And you handle it really very well. And and you got to handle your uh, the Beretta, the, the Beretta, Beretta M9. Yeah. Yeah. I. I uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever fired a Beretta before. No, but uh, we have we have some video of you hitting those targets with the have yeah. the, the green spots that appear. Yeah. You know the he did pretty darn well. I think you were at a, you know hitting a head size target at about uh, fifteen yards. Yeah. You know, not too shabby. Fifteen yards? You think that was fifteen yards? Because uh, that right behind you, that was fifteen yards, and that yeah. was with the Springfield XT. Yeah. No, I think you were you were doing much better with the uh, M9, but my all time fave had to be. We, we, we walked up up the line. It was so freezing cold. So stinking cold out there that day. And, and the wind is cold. blowing. And my nose was dripping. It, it was, was truly cold. dripping. Had, had it been any colder, you would have had an icicle. It, if it was any colder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to see Dr. Airsoft use his sleeve. It was so, it was so, and everybody else was too. So I was not the only one, but yeah, it was embarrassing. But we ran into our buddy, Morris Peterson at, at yeah. Ashbury. Yeah. Ashbury Precision. He was he recognized us. Yeah, and and he let me strap on the old. Uh, I I think it was the ASW three three eight. You know, I didn't I didn't even ask what caliber it was. I, I you know it it they all kind of look the same. They come in in, in uh, three hundred eight Winchester three thirty eight uh, Lapua Magnum. I I don't know which one this was. All I know is the guy who was running the spotting scope told me that I hit the target at. 475 meters wow yeah and so I, wow that's that's cool that that made my day other than running into the gunny oh yeah yeah we, have, we need to post up that picture i need to sorry and he was he was so he was so um there was nobody you know, there wasn't a gaggle of people around and we were just chatting with him for a while and then you asked if we could you know take a picture with him well, his response was why don't we just do that? <laughs> He's, I didn't recognize how tall he was. I thought he was going to poke my eye out. And, never mind. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, no, that's just in the movies. That's just the movies where he threatens to do that. <laughs> I will gouge out your eye and... Anyway, never mind. Um, that, that wasn't on Toy Story. No, it wasn't. No, but he was the voice of the guy in Toy Story. Well... So, so uh, the background sounds y'all have been hearing have uh, were the of yeah course, that's that's us, authentic uh, that was that's all the real deal that was us. Um, well, how about some other background noises though? You know, one of the arguments my wife gives me, she says I snore. Now you spent uh, several nights there with me, and, and we shared the same room, and and um, yeah, you have apparently documentary audio evidence. I have documented evidence, and uh, apparently here it is. Yeah. And there it was. Yeah. So, uh, honey, you were right. Um, I, I Apparently, uh, I do snore. And I'm sorry to be subjecting you. But, hey, I sleep right through it. And our listeners. So, you know, the casino life is uh, all around us. 
you can't get away from it. The thing about <laughs> Vegas is they do not allow you to walk in a straight line anywhere from no, point A to point no, B. No. They make you wind through all the oh, casinos yeah. and all the stuff to get to where you want to It takes all go. week to figure out how to get from your room to the uh, it, show floor. It does, and even then you get it. The show floor, yeah, they're all the same. Well, Several the, floors, and, and several rooms. And the casinos all kind of look the same. And you can, totally. So what was your favorite part? Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, the ICS booth. ICS. ICS. Uh, you know, they've got the M1 Grand coming out. Yeah, they were got a video hit. on that. Yeah. And then the other thing that's very interesting is the uh, the rifled M203 shells. Ah, yeah. Uh, which some of them, you know, some people point out in our comments, that sounds dangerous. Kind of like last year with the uh, rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah, but it's not You're supposed right. to yeah, be a direct impact dangerous. weapon. Uh, but, but some of those shells in use in a game when you're shooting um, you know, the helicopter or whatever, a truck that's supposed to be a helicopter, that's supposed to be hit by large arms fire, it would be great to have something that has some accuracy, like well, this rifled shell. Right. Well, if you want to put it through a window or whatever, you want yeah. to make sure it goes there. For, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's called the TAG. Apparently, the company's called TAG, and I think they're out of Russia, T-A-G, and it's, it's being uh, brought in by ICS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Well, there are already two or three launchers in in use. Yeah, in it's Airsoft not the launcher; it's just the shell that, right. that this is all about. Right, but it, and it will add accuracy to your. That's actually our most popular video from all shot shows. Yeah, it's yeah, people are interested in seeing that. Right now. that that and the uh, the other one that, that seems to pique people's curiosity was the guy who was going to be doing the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Airborne, the airborne insertion where it'll allow to, up to up to roughly twenty ish participants to jump out of an airplane literally parachute into the AO yeah. And, yeah. and game on from that point. After after training everybody for a full Yeah. Now, it's going to cost a thousand bucks. Oh, is that what he said? I think it was. It was, it was 900 oh, and some dollars. That included the entire training for the week. It's like and, five Irene's. And game, yeah, and game uh, game entry, of course. Yeah. So you, you got to love it. You got to be one. And, and I think he, I believe that he told me that if you were airborne certified, that through the military or otherwise, then you know, jump certified. I don't know what the technical term is because I would never probably do that. Uh, they would wait. Huh. You have to prove to them that you can that you can fall when you jump. That gravity will, in fact, pull you to the ground. So, um, do you still get the same thrill of, of when we roll up there and? We have the, the war mess. And That's we get the, cool. We get all of the airsoft that media so together. Cool. We have Jonathan and, and Steve from Airsoftology. War, war mess being uh, the. Uh, what is it? I don't. I remember. It, it's for uh, World Airsoft Media Specialist. That's it. So, yeah. Get Tim Elwood and who else? Who else shows up? The guys from Take Aim. Oh, you got Thumpy there. Oh, you got you got uh, Gorilla Airsoft. Yeah, radios although there. Tim Elwood didn't make it this year, he was in another meeting. under under. The, but yeah, the whole the whole gang is there. Yeah, yeah it was cool. So, um, exhibitor Milsim Junkie, Milsim Junkie, Milsim yeah. Junkie, Tom Harris. Yeah. Um, how about what what products really piqued your interest besides the, the grenade? Of course. Uh, both M1 Grants got my interest. I'm very interested in the M1 Grant. G&G had one. Now, G&G well. had theirs all wrapped up, 
Yeah, they had the receiver area where the bolt and the receiver yeah. are wrapped in, in some kind of cardboard and stamped top secret, do not open. And, and um, Jimmy told us, we literally got this like two days ago. It shipped straight from, from Asia and got here to, to uh, Vegas, and we don't even know. So I wonder what, what's... You know, and, and on the video, you little sneaky, you, you grabbed the bolt and worked it through the cardboard. <laughs> Made it turn its head and cough, but it, we couldn't really tell, you know, what was going on in there. And, and I don't know what they're hiding. I, I'm sure I saw a video on YouTube of a of an airsoft M1 that had that ping and, and a clip yeah. flies out of it. And I do I do not know who makes it. The one time that uh, the real stealer will say you can use the term clip. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it was an eight millimeter, one of those Japanese ones. Uh, but that's what I'm, I think everybody's hoping for yeah. with, with these M1s as they come out. And we know it's not the case with the ICS. We know that that's the standard 42 or 43 BB mag that you put in the bottom of the, of the rifle. But with G&G, we don't know. It's an unknown. Well, I'm, I've always been fascinated or, or, or yeah, with the idea that the, the airsoft community who, who like the, the cool-looking um, uh, military weapons that M4s, that kind of thing, the 249s, that they, they want to do this throwback thing and, and yeah. embrace the M1. We like old and new. I guess so. And you have different segments. You know, you got the World War II reenactors. They love the M1. Something I'm not sure came out on our video on the M1, the, at least the one by G&G. The stock, it is, it is real wood, but they don't finish it like yeah, it's a piece of furniture it's, yeah. it's intentionally rough because i asked him about that i said is this just the prototype because it came two days ago and he said no we intentionally didn't polish up the stock they want it to look like the old old school just like the way they came out of the factory then they weren't in a hurry to you know make them look pretty they wanted to get them into the field yeah that's what the priority was yeah so it looks like there is one that that looks like a clip the, the magazine looks like the real clip, and that's the one by Marushin. I, I don't. It's it's an eight millimeter. You know, we, we can't use eight millimeters in most of our games. Here, let, let me uh, yeah, this up. He's he's watching the actual. Oh, there he goes. Oops, yeah. yeah, it pops right. But he up. had to pull it back. Yeah. So that that uh, and I don't see how many. Uh, and that that's the first sale of airsoft. Yeah. Hey, you know what product? really got me going was the, the anti-fog technology goggles. Oh yeah, you were excited from about Edge, that. From Edge Tactical. Well, look, Edge Tactical, who likes, company. Who likes to have their goggles steamed up? I mean, we've all tried to... With, well, it's, it's always going to be an issue. We've had, we've tried the fans, we've tried various solutions, and moist towelettes, and whatever. And, and the, uh, what's it called, the wide the eye, wide, where the you, wide you eye have wiper. a little magnet inside wiping it. Yeah. And I use them all. I use all three. If, if you watch our, our, our video, the guy demos it by holding a perfectly clear lens, not necessarily in goggle format, but just a like like a, a set of shooting glasses. Yeah, holds them in a stream of uh, a plume of steam. There's a thing that are generating steam, and they don't fog up. They don't fog over at all. I ask him, did you have to reapply any kind of treatment to this? No, this is just the way it is. So, uh, and then he did give us, uh, and there is on our Facebook page, a little sneak peek of the same technology goggle uh, 
in, in a goggle, in a full seal goggle form. I think that's just coming out for them because up to that point, they'd only been doing yeah. kind of the wraparound shades. Kind Whatever of reason, he couldn't show it on the video, but yet yeah. we have this picture. You can see it on our well, Facebook. We sort of, we sort of, sort of without his uh, knowledge, <laughs> took a shot of it and put it up there. Yeah. I don't think he totally minded. Well, it's but, not in the video. We'll just yeah, say that. Yeah, it's not in the video, but you have to go to our, our Facebook page, and there's a picture yeah. of, of two sets of the goggles. Yeah, because they have two designs. One's a little lower profile, a little squared off nose. But I, I would, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on a set of those just to, you know, put them on, go if, for a run, and see will, if they fog. Yeah, I was gonna say if they will never fog, they'll, they'll sweat. Everything will sweat, you know, with the moisture inside. But uh, the condensation won't be well, pacifying of the lens. I could see him selling it to skiers. Oh, yeah. I mean, who likes or, or snowboarders? And people. they're all gonna have the same technology. I know. I am skeptical. I'll be honest because I've seen other anti-fog solutions. Now he's saying it doesn't require any solution or anything. You just use them all the time. They're always anti-fog. Well, you know, I hope so. Yeah, I, we'll see. I look forward to getting a pair. And didn't somebody else make that claim? I had one heard of, one of the regular guys. I heard through with. one of our airsoft colleagues, our media colleague, that okay that another company made that claim that they had it but they didn't mention it to us when we were there i don't know then uh, and i always like a good kinetic demonstration Even yeah our, our friends at ess gave us they a, gave us a kinetic demonstration they, they shot projectiles through the lens of several 22 caliber chisel point yeah hey, well, i think it was 22 it was smaller than that was it, it? Was, yeah it was a little bit bigger than a 177 oh, okay you know, bb or a pellet and he was telling us that they had it. <clears throat> excuse me Engineered somebody engineered these things to the point where they were so specialized they were like five bucks around. Yeah, and it's not special; it's just a chunk of metal. But I guess they all have to, have be, to meet the standard. Yes, which is probably they, an ASTM standard. And each uh, event has to be replicable, comparable to each other. So, yeah. but you know, when he shot it the first time in a pair of, of uh, like gas station sunglasses, it mounted on the uh, styrofoam head, I thought he'd missed. Because there was oh, absolutely no, right no movement whatsoever. Yeah. But but the gun or the, the, the launcher, whatever you want to call it, is you know, bolted in place. But it went right through like uh, like through a piece of paper. And you, Just left a hole. Oh, yeah. They, it would offer no protection whatsoever. But they were shooting on their own glasses, which stopped it. They used their lower end, I mean, expense-wise glasses. But well, yeah, because they're shooting them up. Well, they're 50, but they're still... Retail value-wise, they were destroying 50 bucks a pop. I guess so. You say, hey, if you're going to tear those up, give me one. <laughs> the other thing, safety-wise, was uh, the... Uh, oh, I, I want to try on the boogie regulator. Because mm-hmm. I've had this issue with... Does that really give you a good seal around that, like goggles would? That one's not ESS. That's... Um, Smith Optics. Smith, yeah. And uh, I, w- I was... I was satisfied. Yes, it does seal around. That, that uh, curiosity was satisfied with this trip to Shot Show, being able to try those on, and uh, and that's on one of our videos too, where I try on the yes or the, the boogie regulator. Yeah, they're a nice low profile with a uh, with the full seal and the ability to open up little vents. Yeah, the venting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in case there is a problem with fogging on those. So, and the fogging might be more minimal, uh, minimized with those by the fact that it covers less of your eye area i mean it covers your eye 
but it doesn't cover as much skin as regular, uh, you know, big goggles, which come right down to your cheekbone. These are up know. a little bit. I don't know. There's I don't know. Less surface area to be sweating into. I think the real test is to go out with them and yeah, see. Well, I want I want to get a, get some of those edge tacticals. Yeah, we'll the to, the goggles. We'll have to yeah we'll have to get our, our yeah. hands on some of those and see if they truly do. Uh, yeah. Uh, live up to the non fog claim. Yeah. Wear them in the shower or something. I don't know. <laughs> when we're exercising. <laughs> so that kind of covers. I think. Uh, not I was gonna say everything, but there is one other thing. Safety wise. Yeah. Uh, Crossman wanted us to talk about their neoprene face mask, and it's got a hole right there for the nose, just like the Zan headgear. So I just, I'm sorry, I'm not into protective equipment with a big hole right in the middle of what you're supposed to be protecting. Yeah, yeah, can't can't really get into that. I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the mesh, the metal mesh, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, for for the face. But you know what I'm not uh, a fan of what's in, in Las Vegas? Bad karaoke. We heard plenty of that walking by. The you must be, because you're the one who brings it up. The oh, background yeah. singing is pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah. even give people a little sound. She's keeping him on key. Little. Oh. It's actually not that bad now. Well, earlier... The uh, non-safety things, you know, because we cover airsoft medicine and more. Uh, as we go into 2013, our new series on airsoft medicine, we will be doing something we've not done before. And that is? We will be having a component of having some real, not real, I'm sorry, having some airsoft uh, samples to talk about and uh, kind of do the podcast review on as they come through. And we'll... You know, give the range masters and Air, Dr. Airsoft's opinions on uh, some actual gun type things. Yeah. So look forward to that. We are not uh, the guys that do the super comprehensive everything ins and outs and gearbox taken apart reviews, but we can give you our opinions. And, and I don't know, maybe that means more to a lot of players than somebody who's a, a total mech box mechanic. Uh, you know, and it, it may only have the depth of, I really like the color. It may be. Yeah. But, you know, if, if whoever's throwing them at us that wants us to give our opinion on them, that's all I want, then we'll go ahead and tell you that's what we We'll think. go use it and find out, to tell you how it works, how it plays yeah. for us. So those of you who are sending those in, uh, Desert Tan. <laughs> just, or, just to let you know. Or let's just get out ahead of the law right now and make it bright orange. But <laughs> We're California. We'll be the first ones to comply. Oh, we should probably say something about Spartan Imports because they are our continuing sponsor and they were... Very good to us at Shot Show. Indeed. Talk to Sean about that. Uh, uh, the Smith and Wesson M and P subcompact with the sneaky little with a secret. It's, right. it's got a little secret in it. You may watch watch the video to find yeah. out what the secret is. We, we did two videos on the exact same gun. We did one with Palco, and then we did one with Spartan, which I think is owned by Palco. And uh, it's on the Spartan one when everybody knew about the secret little full auto switch under the uh, yeah. slide, the bottom side of the. Yeah, so if you want to burn through BBs like a madman, uh, <laughs> do you know how many BBs it's magful? I don't know, but you know when it goes on full auto, I'd say about two seconds worth. Maybe and, it, and it was green gas, right? Yeah. And it, again, you know, I, I mentioned green gas. That's another thing we saw this year was the whole uh, 
green gas versus CO2 and all of the gas blowbacks that there's for a lot of the country, they can't really get away with green gas for most of the year. So we're starting to see everything come out in CO2. Yeah, because, of the air, because of the weather, the air temperature. Yeah, and it makes sense. But, man, I have a preference for this, the uh, the traditional green gas mags where everything's all in one unit. Because yeah. we saw some of those CO2, I think we're at the ASG booth, where you still got a propellant in the gun even though the mag is out. So you can have the mag out and still launch a BB. Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's a, from a safety act. That's standpoint. completely different than green gas. Yeah, one, one happy thing about green gas, once you drop the mag out of that pistol, there's no you, propellant. You still may, yeah, you may still have a BB in the, going in the chamber, but yeah. it can't be propelled. Although, now, when you take a battery out of an AEG, it still can release also. The spring. If the spring is cocked back and it just happens to release, then that's happened in uh, tech shops before. Mm-hmm. Where guys will be working on guns and they shoot. Battery is gone. You can't be too careful around any kind of gun. That's that's the bottom that's line. That's the bottom line. Hey, that's a good uh, final statement for a show on airsoft safety. Right. All guns are always loaded all the time. That's right. Well, we certainly enjoyed uh, talking to you guys again. I'm sorry about this one being a little bit late. Uh, that, that was a very unique thing after putting out uh, 24 on-time episodes in a row. Uh, we will be okay. back at our usual schedule uh, coming back in February, coming back with a very strong 2013 airsoft medicine podcast as always this is range master larry and dr airsoft telling all of you to play safely spartan imports incorporated is one of north america's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes our major product lines have full warranties and we offer comprehensive in-house dealer and consumer technical support among the many brands and items we carry spartan imports is the exclusive distributor of magpul licensed pts airsoft products classic army and javelin brands of airsoft guns and amp tactical and mag brands of high quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories